Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yep. Um. Just real quick, we have a special guest today who is uh, here just to hang out with us. He's not really a guest. He's just sitting in. He's an interloper. And he's uh, a former uh, second time, our first second timer. Yeah. So he uh, is a guest. He's a, well, just he's not a guest. Of the show. He's just sitting in. <laughs> he was a guest. But anyway, he's got nothing to do with the show other than he's coming in today to hang out with us. Yeah. And it's Matthew F. Fisher. That's right. From our art episode. From our art episode. Those of you that have, go that far back. Yeah, for that guy in Sweden who's <laughs> downloaded every single episode last week. <laughs> um, you know, maybe you, he may. Sh- I'm trying to think if he ordered, if he listened to two a day, he should be up to art by now. Yeah, art was within the first hundred, right? I don't know. Anyway, um, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Denine, uh come together once a week over a single topic and bring incredible ideas to get fabulously wealthy. Off of said topic, we ask for nothing up front. We are not like these YouTube hustlers, these sales gurus, the Grant Cardones of the world, the Ty Lopez's, our favorite Daniel Alley. We're not like them. We don't do this one-size-fits-all garbage. We don't claim that if you don't get rich from our plan, it's not our plan's fault. It's your fault. That's not what we do. We're like bespoke we create these ideas. Whatever touches you makes you feel good inside. You take that idea, you run with it, you become fabulously wealthy. And then, Noel, and only then, when they are fabulously wealthy, we expect something. That's right, we do. Uh, after you have become so rich off the sweat of our backs, you remember where you came from. You reach in your pocket. You give us 10%. You tithe us. That's all. That's the deal. You don't like it, move to Sweden. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Why did they move to Sweden for that? I mean, the, for people in Sweden, we expect their 10% as well. Yeah, I know. I don't, okay. You confound me sometimes. You just gave fucking people in Sweden a pass. No. No, you no, You just no. did. You yeah. just gave, did not. Did they that already, not sound yeah. like he was giving them a pass? They already live there. Where are they going to move? Uh, oh, that's a good point. That's right. So for for those in Sweden, what yeah. should they do? Move to Finland. Just give us kroners. Oh, that's the worst. No, Finland's good, man. Better than Sweden? Yeah, Finland is... is Rank <clears throat> the Scandinavian. There's a thing going on. So I work with a bunch of Swedes, and they were telling me that things are going so well in Finland right now that there's this, this thing. They have like a shortage of nurses in Finland, and uh, uh, right now there are Swedish nurses commute to Finland and they'll live in Finland four days a week and make, for the four days a week, make more money than they would working five or six days a week in uh, Sweden uh-huh. and then come home and like have that money. So they spend three days a week at home in Sweden, four days a week in Finland. I mean, Finland's a good place to be right now. Yeah. It's kind of like the New York, New Jersey of the Scandinavian world. 
Um, I feel like it's more like maybe Connecticut, Massachusetts. <laughs> New York. <laughs> Apparently soon they're going to be able to finally afford that E and be called Fineland after all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that, did they, were they not called Fineland because they just couldn't afford them? Because they couldn't afford it. They've been saving up. That, good for them. It's the um, printing cost in a year alone. Yeah, uh-huh. think of the ink. You save on the ink. You save on the paper. You save on the sign uh-huh. space. We're all about saving money here yeah. while making money. Um, so, Noel. Yes. Have you been this week? I've been pretty good. Anything exciting to report? <laughs> if you don't, I do. I'm just, you know, this is this is the, the way we go with this. Okay. Uh, well, I was thinking about something that happened a bunch of years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, so I live next to a park, or across the street from a park. Used to live next to a park. Yeah. Uh, one building away from the park, to be exact. Mm-hmm. And they were renovating the park. And they had torn it all up, and there was a pool that was above ground that they tore out. And I guess- There was an above ground pool in that park? Yeah. Now it's, now it's below ground. It used to be above ground. It used to be raised. I don't even remember the pool there. There's and there's still a pool there. I feel uh-huh. I, I you know, I grew up basically in the area and I used to walk by there all the time and I just I always thought it was just the uh tennis courts, basketball court. Am I nuts? Am I thinking of a different park? You're I'm nuts. just nuts. Okay. Um and uh so they tore it out and apparently underneath this pool. Mm-hmm. A lot of critters had uh, called home. I can imagine, and and I probably across the whole park. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it was like an unleashing of a torrent of rats throughout the neighborhood. Oh God! And the building that is next to the park, next to the building where I used to live, which now I live across from, mm-hmm. um was also doing some work <laughs> and had um, above the first floor a bunch of stuff torn out so there were holes in the wall. Right. And there's some benches out there. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting out there one night uh, chatting with some of my neighbors. Mm-hmm. And in the time we sat there, it was a constant parade of rats <clears throat> that would go up to the building and climb the uh, the gate that was down in front of the store mm-hmm. like a ladder and just go into the building and then disappear inside the building. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, a constant parade of it, just rat after rat after rat Were entering. there people living in the building as well while yes. this was going on? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, Yes. Oh, that's fucking terrible. One time we saw it was it was an unleashing of rats. There was uh, the door was propped open for some reason, and we just saw like one or two rats run into the building. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine living in that building at that time. Yeah, no, I, I'm sure. And they're, they're once they're in there, they're there, man. I mean, it's hard to get rid of them. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know how I know that because I did a lot of research on it. Uh-huh. Because today's episode is all about... It's all about rats, guys. Right. How to make your cheese off of rats. That's right. It's why uh, Matt came back to New York. Uh, back in, in L.A., there are no rats. That's right. He doesn't deal with rats. Uh, I had an allergic reaction to no rats. <laughs> and he had to come back. He missed rats. I just yeah. wallowed around in the street recently. Yeah. Since he's been back, he's done four things. Had a bagel. Uh-huh. Had a slice. Okay. Had two. shitty Chinese... Two slices. He's had shitty Chinese food. All right. And he's gone downtown and looked for rats. Good for you, man. It's true, man. Yeah, live your life. I make my own rat scent. 
Oh, really? <laughs> it attracts them. <laughs> it's a sophisticated combination of coffee grounds, uh, used toilet paper, and shitty Chinese food. Uh-huh. Oh, that is sophisticated. He's called the Pooh Piper. <laughs> 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 that is sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, it's the what's the most sophisticated part of it? I believe it's the shitty Chinese food. Oh yeah. Once that scent gets in your body and it starts coming out, you really are just just leading the charge. Yeah. All the way through the city. Um, rats, Noel. Mm-hmm. What are you here for, by the way, Matt? I am here uh, for pleasure and business at the same time. Yeah. Yes. Um, you have a gallery opening. I have a gallery opening tomorrow night in Lower East Side. Tomorrow being Friday. Rats Friday. Um, but you guys will hear this on Saturday. So yeah. Last night, go uh-huh. back in time, and uh, I'm just here for that to support that and see uh, reconnect with a bunch of people. What's the gallery? It's called Shrine Gallery. Uh, it's on 191 Henry Street, right there off of the East Broadway stop. All right, and even though people may miss the opening, yeah, the they show, can still go there yes, and give you the all the money is, they can reach, yes. right? All the money they can reach. Yeah, uh, and the show is up. Till next month, middle of May. There yeah. you go. Okay. So go and check it out for yeah. those of you that are in New York. And uh, we'll give you all of his uh, social media deets at the end of the show. So that's you right. Can, if you're not in New York, you can see what Matt does. Yes. If you're in L.A. That's right. Well, you can see shows there, too, at some point. Yeah. Some point. But if you're in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, guys. Uh, you know, I just want to say I have tons of rat stories. Uh-huh. Um. And and I was just thinking about while you were telling that story about them running in on mass into this building back and forth. I remember when I was bartending one night, we uh, I was working at this place called the Village Gate. I was actually a doorman there, and the guy, one of the guy who's like the you know the crusty old shithead asshole bartender that is in old places like that. His dad was the owner of old 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 chinatown restaurant that you guys would know called wohops sure um and sometimes after work at like and one thing about wohops is wohops was the only place in chinatown may still be the only place in chinatown that was open till like all night mm-hmm. uh usually by midnight one o'clock every place was closed but wohops was always open i feel like that's the only reason it's popular yeah the food's fucking awful yeah um, but it's, you know, it's sophisticated. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. The food's yeah. fucking sophisticated. Super sophisticated. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it really is. And, uh, but what, so what had, what happens there is you roll in at like four o'clock in the morning uh-huh. and the place is packed, but it's mostly, uh, people who are working at night and primarily garbage truck drivers and the whole garbage crew who do the overnight pickups for restaurants and stuff like that. And they stop in and they get stuff to go. And we were there and we were chatting with them. And the guy said, come here, you want to come see something? We said, sure. And we walk out with them and we walk over to, uh, oh, shit, I can't remember the name. But there's the there's the big square there uh, in Chinatown. And he said, come here. And we walked and we stood on the corner and he said, look over there. And in the square, there were hundreds and hundreds of rats just fucking like crazy (laughs) (laughs) they were just going at it it was like this giant under the fucking you know harvest moon orgy of rats going on in new york and the guys put their food down 
and they put on their big heavy-duty garbage man gloves and just sort of went in and started smashing the rats with what? their hands. Yeah, they were fucking crushing these rats with their hands. And the rats didn't care because they were so up into fucking, fucking, fucking. And the rats were jumping from one rat to another, one rat to another, just going to town. Yeah. And I was, it sickened me. Uh-huh. Like, it was so fucking disgusting, everything about it. It was just like the worst sort of... Oh, a carnal nightmare. Uh-huh. It was like every movie, a uh, Wiccan movie that you'll ever see, but just done with rats and then horrible, burly men uh, killing them uh-huh. as they fuck. It was oh, crazy. Only way they can get hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's After certainly a long possible. Shift. It sounds sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the whole place smelled like coffee grounds, uh-huh. used toilet paper, and shitty Chinese food. Hey. So yeah, that's clearly the scent by Calvin Klein that they're all using out there. Anyway, Noel. Anyway, rats. Rats. How are you gonna get rich off them? Well, I'll tell you one way. Uh, so, uh, as I'm sure you all know, rats are the various medium-sized, long-tailed rodents of the superfamily Meroidia. Uh, in cities, when we refer to rats, we're really referring to black and brown rats, known as true rats. Uh, brown rats, a.k.a. Norwegian rats, mm-hmm. originally came from Mongolia, ironically. Right, guys? <laughs> That's I where the just, Swedes can go. I just heard yeah. China. China. Well, what may- China. maybe. Uh, I think I'd read said Mongolia. Yeah, well, I read differently, and that's why I'm just comparing notes with you. Okay. I don't uh, need your attitude today, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, followed the spread of human cities. They swam the Volga into Western Europe in 1727. Then they hopped on ships, spread globally. There's now an estimated 150 million brown rats in the U.S. More brown rats in the U.K. than people. How do they spread? Is that true? Yeah. Because I had heard that used to be said about New York City. It used to, and then it got revised down. It got revised down? Yeah. Yeah. They say it's like 2 million rats now in New York City. I heard 9 to 1. They're getting priced out. Right, it's expensive to live here. Going to Connecticut, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Jersey. Yeah. Uh, Jersey rats are the worst rats. Jersey worst. City. They're all moving to Jersey City and Jersey uh-huh. City Heights. Yeah. They, they really are. They're the worst. <laughs> uh, so how do they spread so effectively? Well, they can swim for 72 hours nonstop. They can jump down 50 feet without injuring themselves. Mm-hmm. They can squeeze through a half-inch gap. They can climb vertical surfaces. You know why they can squeeze through half-inch gaps? Because they can separate every single one of their bones, Uh and then it just pops right back into place. It can completely disjoint to get through spaces. I feel like I do that. You're more like an octopus. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what else can they do? They can uh, chew through wood, concrete, metal. They reach sexual maturity... uh, Going on to your story, at three months old, mm-hmm. and then a female in heat can have sex over 500 times in a uh, week. You're stealing my thunder oh, here no, no, with no, no, this no, stuff. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, they can have a lot of babies. I won't even go any, any yeah. further because it sounds like I'm intruding on Josh's. Intruding on my stuff. All right. So I will not. I will leave the erotic lives of rats to Josh. That's right. <laughs> the, the erotic lives. Yeah. But we, just know that. They're doing it a lot and having a lot of kids, Mm -hmm. in addition to all the other stuff. So how could they not spread? And we all know they're gross. They love creep around dark, damp places. 
They spread disease. They spoil our food. They mm. love filth and rotting garbage. If they can't find filth, they'll lick milk from a baby's lips. How could we not hate them, right? You weren't here in the 70s, were you? No. When there was a rash of of reports of uh, babies getting bitten by rats in their cribs. And that's why they're going to the cribs. That's why they were going to the cribs. Oh, to get the milk off their mouths? To get the milk off their mouths. Oh, that's interesting. Their little messy baby mouths. Ugh, the gerb. Yes. This is why you moved to L.A. Yeah. You realize. Because the gerb. I knew they were coming. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Your fucking lazy-ass dog isn't stopping them. (laughs) Yeah. He left the door open. (laughs) Continue, Noel. Sorry. Uh, So, uh, it's not surprising that a fear of rats is so common, which is called Murphobia. Murph. Uh, and millions and millions and millions of people are affected by it. Mm-hmm. Even elephants are afraid of rats. Well, if they're afraid of mice, yeah, what are they going to do around a rat? Yeah, around a rat, they'll a really break. freak out. So, uh, you know, in 1984, they finally uh, what was the main character's name of what the book 1984. Oh, of 19- I don't remember. All right, whatever the guy's name was, they finally broke him by using his fear of rats. Mm-hmm. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide from these little critters. Round and round. Yeah. But you know what? What? There is. Uh, there's no rats in the poles. It's way too cold. There's a few oh. tiny little crappy islands here and there with no rats. Mm-hmm. And? And then there are some islands that are just entirely... Uh, nothing uh, but rats. Nothing but Made rats. Made of rats. Yep. Big floating king rats. Yep. Uh, and then there's Alberta, Canada, guys. Oh, boy. Hey. Canada. Alberta? Is rat-free. Why is that? Uh, well, they didn't have many to begin with because it's not necessarily their their turf, right? Uh, they're inland. Uh, it's colder. There's never had many. And then 50 years ago, they decided to take advantage of this little leg up they've got on the rat thing, and they went on the assault and rid themselves of rats completely. 255,000. 541 square miles of rat-free paradise. At first, I was going to suggest that you, uh, you know, make a resort for folks with a fear of rats or something. If you do that, you owe me. But I figured where the more money's going, right? <laughs> uh-huh. You can't pick up a freaking newspaper these days without hearing about the wall and how much that wall's going to cost. Yeah. You know what is bigger than the freaking border of mexico a wall of rats a wall around alberta canada it's massive so uh what are you gonna do what do rats hate they hate open spaces they love walls right so you don't want to build a wall Uh uh-huh because they'll just run along the wall for safety until they find a little tiny dime hole and then then they'll they'll squeeze through in and they'll live in the wall separate their body yeah Uh they'll they'll It'll attract rats putting a wall around. Oh, boy, you make a good point. So you don't want to do that. You want to, uh, they hate open spaces. They hate the smell of cat, coyote, or other predator piss. You know, that I I, I will say about that. Uh Uh, uh, If if it's been in, like, say, New York City for a long time, Uh they don't recognize those predators other than maybe cat. But coyote and and other things. I bought some of that dried piss and sprayed it all around the front of my uh, 
house to try to keep mice out. Yeah. It was supposed to work really well. Didn't work for shit. You know, I, I heard that's not true in one thing I read. It said that they uh, had cat scent that they gave to rats who had never smelt a, a cat before, and they were afraid of it. Well, I don't they know. They stayed away from it. I had I had coyote piss, Uh huh. and these mice were like, I, I don't know what a fucking coyote is. Yeah, because you chugged it. <laughs> oh, I thought you, I thought you chugged it and then peed it yourself. Like yeah. that's how you spread it. You rehydrated yeah. it. You rehydrated yeah. it internally, yeah. and then I just urinated all yeah. around my house. That's, yeah, that, that, that's not what you do. It, uh, that's what I thought oh. one does. Give it another shot. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they hate the smell of spearmint and rosemary and the uh-huh. smell of ammonia. They hate bright lights. Oh, ammonia. They don't like ammonia. Huh? No. There's a lot they don't like. Yeah, huh? uh, the the reason they don't like ammonia, sp- spearmint, and rosemary is different from the predator piss. Predator piss, they're like, oh, that's a predator, right? Uh, spearmint, rosemary, and ammonia block their ability to smell other things, and they love smelling. That's how they get. That's how they know everything. So it 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 confuses them and it scares them. Gotcha. I thought maybe it's just that it just weren't smells they liked. No. No, okay. well, th- th- it's true, but it's because they're kind of overpowering in the, in a way to them. It's right? like some people just can't stand uh, cilantro. Yeah, or some people don't like the word moist. <laughs> pad, or pad, pad. Yeah, uh, a moist pad. Yeah, or good Chinese food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna clear a swath. All along the border uh, borders of Alberta, all of the borders, uh-huh. we're gonna square that thing off. <laughs> uh, you're gonna set up irrigation hoses, where you're gonna pump out a nice little liquid with predator piss, mm-hmm. spearmint, and rosemary for the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe a little ammonia, but I feel like if you got the piss in there, you got ammonia in there too, right? One would think, yeah, but maybe not in predator piss and human piss, though. Go on, we get some human piss then. Yeah, but we're the apex predator. They should just fear us. Period. No, they don't. Uh, and you're going to set up these irrigation hoses. You're going to keep those smells they hate fresh, and you're going to set up floodlights. Uh huh. So they're just going to stay away. You're going to make. You're going to make more than Mexico wall money without having to build this wall, without having to worry about messing up other. <coughs> Animals' migration patterns. Right. So you're not actually building a physical wall. You're building a, a wall of scent, a wall of light. You're w- building a, a wall, wall of space for rats. Right. But not for anything else. Who's paying but you to do this? Canada. All of Canada is paying Alberta, for to be more specific. <clears throat> I think that'll piss everyone in Quebec off. They want to leave Canada enough Everything already. Everything does. Everything does. Uh-huh. Uh, Alberta's not against Quebec. It's not like you're driving rats into Quebec. No, but my point is, it's like, why are we spending all this money f- to put this stupid wall around Alberta? They already don't have rats. It's not a wall. What about Quebec? It's an, um, it's a, it is a wall. It's not a physical structure of a wall, but it is a wall. You are putting this, this it's an emotional wall. Mm-hmm. It's a barrier. Right? It's a barrier of various barriers. Well, you know, the other thing I will say. Uh, yeah. Having experienced the predator piss uh, a moat around my home, that was not even really a moat, but you smell it. As a human being, you smell it. Uh, well, so no, Alberta will be known as piss town. No, 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 no. You zested up a little bit with spearmint and rosemary. <laughs> oh, right, of course. Right? Come on, guys. Are you amateurs? <laughs> I thought it would be like a you know a levels of 
control. So you have the piss, then you have the spearmint, then you have the rosemary. So as you enter the providence, right, you, it, you it, experience it, this sensation. Well, you you could <laughs> as try a human, it. you can experience yeah. with the just the, the swath of cleared area, which uh-huh. they don't like. Right, the bright lights, and you could try it with spearmint and rosemary. But I got a feeling you're gonna have to put some predator piss in there at some point. No, I think what he's saying though is you have layers yeah, as you I, I pass through. Saying. There's yeah. layer after layer. After. So it's the piss first. Yeah, first course. And then if they get through that, second course. Then they're hitting the rosemary. Yeah. And if they get through that, it's yeah. like a real gauntlet. It's, as opposed to like at some point, you know, they're gonna be like, we need to get into Alberta. Just hold your breath, guys. We only got to go 50 feet. There's and some, we're through. We're good. Some coyote rats helping them get over the border. <laughs> Just hold your breath, 50 feet. Yeah. Let's go, 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 go. Uh, uh, but, and once you spell out to Alberta, the, the attraction that they will become to people that are have one of the most common phobias in the world, mm-hmm. it's it. Yeah, no. It's... And with global warming, Alberta, soon, it's going to be like Hawaii. It's going to be an inland Hawaii. Mm, that's a... <laughs> Now the that is Hawaii. that's like the tourist poster right there. Yeah, <laughs> the inland Hawaii, we're of Canada. Just, we're just hot. <laughs> yeah, uh, welcome to Alberta, the inland Hawaii. We're just hot. Yeah, that'll be what their their tagline is. Um, that's a. I mean, that's a good idea. I mean, I guess my only question is, how do you make it? You'll get a lot of money, I guess. Yes. I mean, I guess if you think about it, you can charge several billions of dollars. I mean, that's what the wall a- a- across Mexico was going to cost. Yeah, and, and cheap to implement. Right. It's the maintenance <laughs> where you're really bringing it in, right? <laughs> all that predator piss. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be milking those fucking okay. coyotes all you day long. You can do some drying it, rehydrating it. You, you, you can it. chemically reproduce some of those things. I don't know, man. This this. This sophisticated noses those rats have. Mm-hmm. The coyote piss that I got was actual just dried coyote piss. Okay. I don't know how they got it. I didn't ask questions. But they said it was the real deal. And when I opened it, the powder like smelled like concentrated coyote piss. <laughs> <laughs> which you can imagine was a very intense scent. Yeah. A very intense scent. And as I was mixing it, right, uh-huh. because I, I'm not a patient person. I'm so like, ah, whatever, fucking dump it in, put the water in, no gloves. And I'm mixing it up, shit splashing on my hand. It was pretty bad. I smelled like like coyote piss for a while. Hey. What? Yeah. But you could walk through the city. Without this, rats this, bothering me. Yeah, invisible bubble of rat freeness <laughs> around. Oh, yeah. There's another that idea. Another How about idea. that? How about that? But you can you'd really kind of have to smell like... Like coyote piss cologne. Yeah. That you can put on your baby in the for crib. The, for the yeah. urban explorer. Call it coyote piss ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. So several ideas there, guys. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> um, I'm gonna go the route of uh, of also of uh, 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 eradicating rats. Mm-hmm, yeah. Getting them out of your city. As we had alluded to, uh you, what I read and and thinking about that story I told, it made sense. So a female rat can mate as many as five hundred times with various males during a six-hour period of receptivity. Oh, I didn't so know that. That's what was going on there, and she experiences this about fifteen times per year. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, 
Thus, a pair of brown rats can produce as many as 2,000 descendants in one year. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking rats. Now, if you think of all the trouble that we go through to kill a rat, to kill a single rat, Mm -hmm. and two rats are producing possibly 2,000 babies a year, that's a losing proposition. I think pretty. I, I feel like they're producing more than that if you consider the offspring's offspring. <clears throat> right. I'm just saying a a pair, two rats, One just generation. two rats are producing just between them. And then if you just talk about generationally that they're maturing and sexually maturing in two to three months or three to four months, whatever it is, and then they're, yeah, it's just endless. It's the reason there's two million rats in this city, even though they're trying to kill them every chance they get. Every chance. Every chance they get. Yeah. Right, Trans- and then you take into account an average rat's lifespan is two to three years in captivity. If yeah. it's like a pet rat, so you know, figure a year and a half for on streets for on the street. So you're talking about a a, a rat couple is pumping out possibly three thousand baby three thousand uh, uh 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 babies. Yeah, Matt's got lifetime. one. I know, and that took him. Does that make not, him not feel one like a rat failure? couple? Yeah, that took him several months to get to that. It took me forty years. Well, yeah, <laughs> just to reach the maturation point that you could have the one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so th- super simple idea, okay? Ah. What you're gonna do is, you're gonna just start. You're gonna first. You're gonna double dip here a little bit. So first off, you're just gonna be a rat catcher. Okay. You're gonna capture rats, right? But you're gonna live capture them. You're gonna kill all the males that you capture, but the females, you're gonna spade yeah. or neuter or yeah. whatever you call. Oh, yeah, the Bob Barker approach. Fixing a female rat, and then you're gonna release them back into the wild. Oh. And so what'll happen is all these big bald rats are going to run around humping these neutered neutered females, filling them up with their love. Overf- and overfloweth. Overfloweth with well this is what happened. Yeah. This is an interesting thing about about the reason that rats balls are so enormous. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen a rat like a, a captive rat? <laughs> their testicles are huge in relate their testicles are literally almost as big as their heads. Really? Yeah. They're they're enormous. If you ever see, I had a friend who in high school who had a rat that he carried around with him in school all the time, uh-huh. like a pet rat that he kept in his pocket all the time. And apparently, the males are much better pets because they're they're very like they're they like can't little, run away because their balls their balls are, are so big. <laughs> um, but it was like one of those things. I, we were always amazed at how big this rat's balls were, and uh-huh. he told us that it was because if they don't have sex, their balls just keep getting bigger. Okay, but it's a genetic thing. Uh, rats. Uh, they eventually explode in high densities, impregnating all females within a four foot <laughs> radius. Yeah, that's how they made <laughs> <laughs> just a shower of rat sperm. This fog. Yeah, you've heard of a glitter bomb. This yeah. is not that. Yeah, <laughs> it's the opposite. Um, in high density situations where there are lots and lots of rats living together, uh. Rats, the mating system becomes what's known as polygenandrous, uh-huh. which means multiple males mate with multiple females, as I saw that evening, where it was just rats humping, yeah. rat goes to another, sure. and then another rat. And so it's basically, like they need to produce a. T- <laughs> <laughs> Bushwick. 
they need to produce a ton of sperm because basically it's a fight uh-huh. for the most sperm wins inside, you know, the better chance of, of, of that rat sperm being the one that impregnates okay. the thing. And so this apparently is across the board in, 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 in the world of evolution uh-huh. that in polygenandra situations, uh, uh, testicles are bigger on the males. Okay. So, for instance, the one example they use is gorillas, which are like these 400-pound behemoths. Yeah. Their testicles are super tiny. Their testicles weigh like an ounce, sometimes less, because in their social structure, it's one male surrounded by several females. Mm -hmm. There's no competition for sex, so he doesn't have to, his sperm doesn't have to compete with anyone else's. Mm Mm-hmm. With chimps, on the other hand, where it's multiple males, multiple females, multiple mates, their testicles, even though they are much smaller than gorillas, their testicles weigh like uh, uh, three to four ounces, okay. something like that. And humans were sort of in the middle, and so the average weight of human testicles, I think, is like one and a half to two ounces. That's each? I don't know. It just said testicles, so I'm assuming it's both, like each testicle weighs half an ounce. plural? I guess testes, but they didn't say testes. It's it's. I read one article, man. Don't push me on this. <laughs> <laughs> Nuts magazine. <laughs> They're balls. Anyway, so yeah. so you're gonna fix these. You're gonna fix these female rats, and these guys are just gonna be wasting their big ball sperm. Okay. Right, and so that is just immediately gonna start dropping the, uh, the pop. The pop. Right. So that's number one. What was the other one? There was a second. Oh, all right. So this was the second one. Okay. Right? I just want to make sure. Uh, oh, yeah. So this is the second one in terms of rat control. Um, so we all know uh, what the Manchurian candidate is, right? Yes. Okay. So they did this thing. They, they did this study on rats where they took two rats. They put them together, uh, 60 rats in pairs uh, for uh, two weeks where they just sort of lived in pairs together. So they became close. Mm-hmm. Uh and then they took the two rats, they put one basically in a, in a trap, right, behind a wall um, where he couldn't get out and he couldn't really move around too much. And the other they put on the other side of the wall. And the one on the other side of the wall, if he could figure it out, could figure out a way to nudge a switch that would open the door and release the rat that was in distress. Mm-hmm. If it so wanted. So the rat that was in distress would sort of let out these noises, these whines, these things. And what'd they say? After 12 days of practice, mm-hmm. 70% of the rats figured out how to open the door for their partner, their buddy on the other side. So immediately they were like, wow, rats have empathy. Because the rat would get distressed, the other rat would get distressed and be like, I have to save my friend. So they said, well, let's test this empathy. So they had two doors. One had chocolate behind it, which rats love. Mm-hmm. And the other had the rat behind it. Yeah. And do you know this? Am I am I getting on to your thing I, here? I, I've, I've read something about this. Okay. They the 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 and they said, let's see what it goes for first. So what uh-huh. it would most of these rats, large percentage of them, would open the door for its friend and then open the door for the chocolate, and they would share the chocolate. Mm-hmm. So this is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. You capture one rat okay. from every colony you can find. You brainwash it, Manchurian candidate style, to basically, you know, you'll 
fucking put a bomb on it, something like that. You'll then put it in a trap outside. Its friends will come and save it, bring it back to their burrow, and then it just ignites the bomb and kills every all of all its fellow rats in there. I think that's a solid idea. Okay. Anyway, so there you go. Those are two two ways you are going to make millions. And this is like we said, two million rats in New York City. Yeah. What'd you say? Two hundred million around the world, maybe more. Some absurd number of that. Yeah. Think of how much money you're going to make. A lot. Killing rats in all of these cities yep. around the world. So there you go. There you go, guys. Uh, you know. Sometimes Josh and I like getting money. If you want to give us money, you can go to uh, RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to the Get Rich Quick at Josh Noel show page, and hit the sponsor button. And pledge an amount. Half that money goes to Josh and I, half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Helps everyone, right? Uh, if you just want to give to Radio Free Brooklyn, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, hit the pledge button, and pledge a one-time recurring amount. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. And you are a good person for supporting arts, and you get a tax break. Does our show qualify as arts? Yes. Okay. P- plural? As long as you don't just give to us. As long as there's <laughs> other people involved, it counts as arts, I guess, right? Okay. Uh, another thing uh, I-, I meant to mention lately, and I haven't, you guys get the app. Oh, that's right. Is get there- the Radio Free Brooklyn app. There's an iPhone app. There's an Android app. It's good. You can listen to... The station live, you can view the schedule, oh. and you can uh, listen to all our archives of all the shows in one place. I didn't even know we had an app. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You guys, we got to really think about this for a while. So while we do, we're going to take a little break and give you guys even more money. That's why Josh scours the internet and finds a second little topic to get you more rich. Mr. Josh, please take it away. Oh, wait a The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Daniel, I have a message to share with the whole entire world, and I want to learn how to get paid to speak. I have an expertise in many different fields. One of them is in motivation. I understand why people do the things they do and what really motivates them to become the person that they are. There are many people that come to me and say, Daniel, I'm just a part-time motivational speaker. And the fact is that you cannot be a part-time motivational speaker. You cannot do this business part-time. You can't be half motivational and half delusional. You have to be in it all the way and you have to believe in what you're teaching. If you're going to be motivational, you have to be motivational all the time and actually get into this business full-time and have the faith that you have the motivation necessary to teach other people about their own motivation. Abraham Lincoln once said, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all the people all the time. So you have to know your ingredients if you want to make an excellent dish. <laughs> I don't recall Abraham Lincoln doing a cookbook, but that's just me. He was on the Great British Bake Off, wasn't he? <laughs> he was the first contestant eliminated. I yeah. Believe. He said in, in that 45-second clip, uh-huh. motivation, 10 times. Okay. Sometimes uh, people don't that's get it. Full the first time nine. motivator. That's right it. There. He's a full-time, full-time motivator. motivator. Yeah. Daniel Alley is a full-time motivator. He's got a ways with language. 
<laughs> he does have a ways with language. Um. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. Uh, rats. Rats, guys. How are we going to get rich with them, right? I thought about rats. Uh, we got a little overlap here between uh, your last idea. You should have told me. No. What, what, what are you going to do? You're already, you're already going down that road. Uh, so I thought about rats, right? I thought about how they fall on humans and thrive amongst us, but uh, the relationship is not mutually beneficial, right? We use them for research. They find minds for us and other little things. Mm-hmm. But uh, really, the rat-human relationship is one-sided, right? We try to kill them every chance we can get. Uh, they're afraid of new objects, which helps them avoid traps. Uh, we lay down poisons. It kills some. Survivors just have kids, and rats grow immune to the poison. We switch to another poison, and they get immune to that, right? So these rats are not only thriving, but we're essentially breeding a super rat. We're making them evolve. Uh, living in close quarters with people who just want them dead for so long has bred rats to be socially intelligent. Uh, research has shown that this speeds up the process. Uh, they teach. Can their, you cite your research? Uh, not here. If I was in front of my computer when I looked at it, I could have. <laughs> uh, they teach their young, and they teach each other. And there's a guy named Jason Munchie South, biologi- uh, biologist at uh, Fordham University, who's been doing some experiments with rats, social experiments. Like Tinder for rats? Uh, no, almost exactly like the experiments that you described. Oh, in your my last God. Thing. So he's proven that rats have developed a strong sense of empathy. <clears throat> Took a rat, put under a clear glass case with the door. This sounds remarkably yeah. familiar to me. I'm going to say the whole thing anyway. <laughs> You're not going to spoil my parade. Uh, that can only be opened from the outside. Uh-huh. Made the rat inside be in distress. Mm. Other rats come to the glass to try and comfort the rat, even that that is a super scary thing for them to do. And Other rat, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What did I say? Rats. Yeah. It's just pairs. Okay. Lovers. Uh... Roommates. No, 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 no. This is Roommates. my next point. Okay, what's your next point? He switched them up and stuff. So even if they don't know the rat in distress, they're still going to come out <clears throat> and uh, feel the rat's pain with him, mm-hmm. commune, and try to figure out a way to get this poor guy out. Because, And they get agitated. They, It's true empathy. It's interesting because I feel the longer I've worked with you, uh-huh. I've lost my empathy. Yeah. I would not open the door, man. I would just get the chocolate. <laughs> I would just be like, oh, dude, chocolate? Oh, sorry. I'll catch you later. That's what they say. Yeah. First the ability to get an <laughs> erection, then the empathy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, they share in the discomfort of this poor trapped rat and try to set them free. Jason Munchie South has proven that this empathy is actually one of their most powerful feelings they have now. Uh, they would rather comfort a rat in distress and eat chocolate. Wow. As discussed, they are making the next great leap as a species. Mm-hmm. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to take these now highly evolved rats. You're going to grab uh, <clears throat> you're going to grab some. 
And you're going to make traps that are clear. And you're going to put the rat <coughs> in it. The rat will be in distress. Mm-hmm. If you need to, you can maybe put a little shockers at the bottom of the cage or something mm-hmm. to make it more really, distressed. Really distress the yeah. shit out of it. And you're going to have little portals. You can do a stone uh, wash on it. Yeah. That'll really distress it. Yeah. And you're going to have little portals on the side for the empathetic rats uh-huh. to try and get in through to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in all these portals, there's going to be little guillotines. Oh, boy. Because uh, they won't get immune to the headings. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> They're never going to be like a rat that s- survives the beheading. Mm-hmm. It's true. And then, you know, they're 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 becoming immune to all the... Blood thinners. If they get involved with the cockroaches, we're screwed because cockroaches can live without their head. If they start fucking cockroaches, yeah, it's sort of like when, give up. When give up now. When it's the super when test. the hump when the when uh, our ancestors were fucking the Neanderthals, yeah. it's just going to be a mess. Yeah, you're going to have some giant roach rat coming up out of the ground. And being it like, might already Feed me. Well, look at the news, man. That's the only thing left to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the thing that saves our country. No, it's going to be Trump's roach rat god. It's going to be his roach worships. rat god. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right? that's a good. Maybe Trump is a giant roach rat. Maybe. That would explain so much. The hair. Uh huh. The inability to speak the English language. The saggy flesh is really just yeah. because he's wearing a poorly fitted uh, human costume. It has to be sprayed with Caucasian uh-huh. flesh colored. Like what was uh-huh. that? The Egger suit in uh, uh, whatever that movie was, The Men in Black. Yeah. Vincent exactly. D'Onofrio, yeah, the yeah. giant cockroach wearing the, yeah. the Egger suit, and it was just fitted so poorly. It makes all the sense in the world. What What is the Caucasian male smell? Is that the coffee? Toilet paper and uh, Red Bull. Bad Chinese food. <laughs> Red Bull. <laughs> like, it depends on which level of Caucasian yeah. you're going yeah, what, for. Yeah. What, what, what are you thinking specifically? What neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good point. We're going upper crust. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be like starch and. Uh, <laughs> okay. Red wine. Oh, rose. Yeah. Oh. A rose spritzer. And leather. Leather, yes. Sassy. Mmm. Mmm. So yeah, you're gonna behead them. Yes, I'm gonna so behead basically, them. you sort of took my idea and just went a slightly different route with it. I went a better route. Some might say. I mean, it's a bloodier route that uh, you you know. There's well, a the lot of cleanup is, there. Is your rats are, are going to be following these other rats into buildings? Well, and, we're not and talking blowing them. You're going to decimate the city. We're, we're not talking. We're talking about two small million level rats explosives. in New York City. Yeah, but we're not talking about like how big a bomb do you think the, I'm the, planting? The rats are going to climb up on the baby to lick the milk off its off its lips. No, and you're going to explode that baby. No, first off, first off, the baby's safe because it's got fucking male rat piss all over its just face. It's not. You, it's not milk. around the city. You're going to aerosolize it. Yeah, well, that's another thing altogether. Anyway, whatever. Your your idea is fine. Guillotine. It's very barbaric. Very barbaric. You're you're not a good person. No. But you you got the <laughs> rat heads. What, what are you going to do with the rat heads? That's an untapped market. Yeah, well, necklaces. Necklaces. Yeah. Earrings. Yep. Yeah, sure. Chain there's a whole mail rat. Oh, uh, well, outfits. outfits. The apocalypse yeah. is now, yeah. and we Cash have. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, and then, of course, you now have all these rat bodies that you can just sell as uh, 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 White Castle burgers or exactly. something like that. Mm-hmm. You got the tail mm-hmm. deep fried. Yeah, it's, it's English. Solid. <laughs> I like. I like. I, you know, again, got a double dip. How do you make more money off of that's the right. ideas? We got the punch about. up master here. Uh huh. That's right. <laughs> 
Thinking outside the box. Yeah. Abstractions. That's what we're talking about. Um, all right, Noel. So here we go. We're gonna we're getting away from the eradication of rats. We're work, we're looking at rats as our friends for this one, because rats can be our friends. Domesticated rats are lovers. They're smart. They're intelligent. They, as you say, they have empathy and they can feel empathy for humans if they feel safe around humans. Um, male rats, in particular, are like little lap dogs. They love to sit on your shoulder, get under your hair. You know, if they didn't just shit willy nilly, if you could train them to poop in a in a in a in a rat litter box or something like that they'd be the best pets ever they're super clean mm-hmm. uh and one of the things that rats do is they inspect each other's teeth for excess food and then w- as they're going in there and 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 they'll pick the food out and clean the other rat's teeth well it's been discovered that they will do this for their human owners as well uh-huh. <clears throat> and there is a practice that's dubbed rodentistry where some rat odors, and if you look up rodentistry on Google, you will see photos of people with their mouth open and their rats, their pet rats, in their mouth going around in their teeth. And it's considered a huge bonding experience for the rat and the human. Um, so now I personally have to spend, uh, uh, you know, as we all know, uh, insurance these days does not cover dentistry uh-huh. unless you're a fortunate one of the fortunate few. It covers the cheapest part of the thing. Right, exactly. A $75 checker. <clears throat> right. And so what I have to do is uh, in New York, uh, none of the ACA insurance covers dentistry. So I have to go online and look for Groupons mm-hmm. for, for just for the cleanings, just for the cleanings for like, you know, still about 100 bucks. Well, that's a lot of money to spend for cleaning as far as I'm concerned. So you you are going to do is you are going to open nationwide and worldwide rodentistry clinics. Okay. Where for $35 to $50, you will let a rat go into someone's mouth. And a trained rat. A trained rat, of course. Yeah, this yeah. is what they're doing. It's been cleaned professionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah, is yeah, a yeah. clean, this is a domesticated rat. Yeah, this this is, that is, that is from- range cage-free. Yeah, from, yeah. A, from a, 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 a rat breeder, which apparently there are. There uh-huh. are rat breeders, just like there are dog breeders. Uh, we're not talking about like go and grab these rats off the street no. and then give well, them a little bath. And no. Inevitably, there's going to be town. a black market that comes Scrub up. Scrub down those giant testicles and yeah. let them run in your mouth. <laughs> let them go in your mouth and, and, and <laughs> take a little and, off the top. Well, there's no you know, look, explosions. You, you, you know, remember how big a rat is. It's not like they're going to go running around in your mouth with their balls. Okay. Their heads are going in your mouth right. to clean your teeth. Just it's, on your not chin. Their, it's not their. Yeah, their balls will actually be sitting probably right on your chin if they're getting really <laughs> deep in there. You're going to be teabagged by a rat. Dragged all around your face. <laughs> so neuter the rats. Okay? Or put no, aloe on it. They, they could wear like a little costume. Put aloe on it. Yeah. Yeah. On their testicles so that it's, you know. it's, it's like a cotton ball. They just get That's swabbed it. all over your face. Yeah. I wonder it's if. Taking uh, the oil out of your face. Yeah. If you do close-ups, you can do all sorts of rat cum shot compilations. Yeah. <laughs> just all over their faces. Well. <laughs> <laughs> rat porn. Rat porn. It's another way to just make it. But yeah, so rodentistry clinics yeah. all around the world, all around the country, charge no money because the beauty of it is you got one employee, which is the rat wrangler. Yeah. He's right? eating for free. Yeah, the rats are eating for free. 
They're loving it. It's just like when you get those fucking everywhere you go now. If you go to anywhere by a beach, anywhere in Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. when we were in Spain, this was a thing. Everywhere in 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 these small beach towns in Spain, the you put your foot in and you get the the fish pedicures, uh-huh. where the fish come and eat your and and then the fish like yeah, are happy because they're eating all this food and then they die and yeah. then you just get new minnows. Yeah. And it's the same with rats, but rats will live three years, much you, longer than those those fish. Yeah, you know what you could do for your logo? Uh-huh. Just have like a big smile, or maybe a big rat with a smile, and just it says, say cheese. Yeah, that's good. Say cheese, rodentistry clinic. No, say cheese, I see cheese. Say cheese, I see cheese. And then the rat eats the cheese. Yeah, and then have some bad Chinese food. Yes. Well, sophisticated. <laughs> sophisticated. Sophisticated. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's what I'm talking about. I'm Fantastic. Down with that. I'm down yeah. with that. Yeah. All right. I would let it happen personally. My dog fucking eats shit off the street and ends up with his tongue in my mouth. It, a, a, a clean, well maintained rat fucking can't be any worse than that. Uh huh. I'm just saying. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great. It'd be great. You guys want to? Reach out, tell Josh how great that idea is. You can get him on uh, Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can email him at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Yep, get him on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes or your Android apps or whatever, subscribe, rate, review. It helps. We like it. We love it. You're the best. If you only listen to us in podcast form, tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. Radio Free Brooklyn. Hear the schemes and the magic. Five days before any of these other schleps that just download it. Okay, they're early. Listen to Art Star Scene. Stick around late. Listen, it's all nice on ice. And then after that, Hell Wave. <laughs> I feel wave. like you, you took a downer just before doing uh-huh. this part. Uh, no. No. Okay. You guys, at this point... It's stupid how much money you got in your pocket. It's true. Uh, you got to do something or your pants are going to fall down. So, uh, Mr. Josh, please take it away. Send that money! Silver butt plug with horsetail, $3,475. Designed by Bettany Vernon, the silver butt plug is an anal sex toy designed with silver and a real horse's mane. It is commonly referred to as the unicorn butt plug and has been inspired by science and the human desire for the finest things in life. The silver is made to resemble the unicorn. The butt plug is carefully designed with a bulbous head that resembles a horn, a flared end, and a tapered shaft to offer maximum sexual pleasure. The horse mane is soft and ideal for gentle swishing. There you go. That is a $3,500 butt plug. Yeah, it's inspired by <laughs> science. That's, that was the best part of that. It's inspired uh-huh. by science. Yeah, no, there's a, that's a big list of uh, the most expensive sex toys. You'll be hearing a lot of those, those over the coming weeks. Okay. Just FYI. Um, hey, Matt, yes. if people wanted to check you out on social media... I'm on the Instagram at Matthew F. Fisher, F-I-S-H-E-R, um, and that's it. I took the proactive step and deleted my Facebook account, so that's uh, where nice. I'm only found. Okay. Uh, great. Um, Once again, where, where's your gallery? 
It's Shrine Gallery, 191 Henry Street on the Lower East Side. Yeah, get there. Tell Scott you said hey. Yeah, bring Matt some Chinese food. Chinese food, sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> He'll supply his only coffee grounds and uh, used toilet paper. That's right. You know, you guys, we have full faith in our ideas. How do you know that these ideas are good enough, solid enough, for you to be able to quit your job, take out loans, rack up those credit cards, spend the kids' college money? Well, it's because Josh scars the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Josh, where do these rules come from this week? Uh, today's rules are how to get rich, nine tips from millionaires. Yeah. Uh, on frugalrules. Oh, yeah. Dot com. Uh, rule number one, Noel. Okay. Focus on the big things. Yeah, testicles. <laughs> that's, that's the untapped resource. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty solid. Uh, number two, start by saving, then spend. That's right. You, you lure them in, then you do the old switcheroo and chop their heads off. <laughs> wow, you are on top of it. There's no hesitation with you on these answers. Today. Number three, Noel, uh-huh. create multiples. Uh, yeah, you're going to create multiples. You're going to not just have one wall. You're going to have four walls that surround Alberta. Mm, and you're yeah. going to get paid for each one. Yeah, yeah. What was that, number three? That was number three. Uh, number four, focus on the most important asset, you. That's right. That one comes up a lot. Yeah. In in these rules, <laughs> like and yeah. the various rules, focusing on the most important asset, you. That's right. Josh may have trope. a scheme that sounds a lot like mine in so many exact the same ways, but I don't care. <laughs> I like my idea better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number five, Noel. Okay. Become great at what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Become great at what you do, guys. You know. You you want clean teeth? Uh huh. Put a little rat in there. <laughs> Put a little rat in there. <laughs> Put a little rat in your mouth. Yeah, become That's a better the other person. Catch- become That's a the person with phrase. a winning a smile. One. People That's, with winning smiles yeah. get promotions. Yeah. Want a winning smile? Yeah. Put a little rat in your mouth. That's, That's right. Rat in there. That's gonna be t-shirts, hats. Put a little rat in yeah. your mouth. Bef- That's it. Yep. Yeah. Swish around this plum sauce before we get going. Yeah. And. uh Put a little rat in there. All right, we have time for one more or two more? Uh, we have time for one slow one. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Last one, Noel. Okay. Stop the consumer rat race. Oh, are you serious? I'm serious. That was really the next one, That's or you the, scoured the whole list to find that I, one? It was the last of them. There's still a few more on there, but that was the last one. Number nine yeah. on the nine li- on the list of nine is That's right. stop the consumer rat race. That's right. You just be the rat. Be the king rat that you always knew you could be. Mm-hmm. Tie all our schemes together into one king rat of a scheme and become richer than anyone. Yeah. So clearly, I mean, that suffered through uh, uh, the, a gauntlet of questions, yes. and we are definitely getting rich. Yeah. Uh, so once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>